0: I want you to know that having a broken heart feeling like you don't have the strength to go on is completely normal after a relationship with a narcissist. There are certain things that you can do to get through it. So I'm going to share with you exactly what you can do to get through those initial days and weeks and even months of feeling desperate, feeling alone, feeling like your heart is shattered and you're just in a pile of the former self on the floor. Okay, What you mean to say is that you didn't notice for five years. You definitely saw it. You just might not have seen it in the moment. What I mean is that narcissists, of course, they hide this side of themselves up to a point at the beginning of the relationship, but at some point everything changed. And in the course of that shift from the love bombing stage into the devalue and the discard phases of the relationship, which can all repeat many times. Now, as you look back in hindsight, you know, that it was there, you can see the signs. Don't forget that narcissists keep us hooked with intermittent reinforcement. So this style of love, where they're kind of horrible to you intermittently with being amazing and maybe even the best person you could imagine, sometimes, at least for them, all that is intermittent reinforcement. Hindsight is always 2020. Going through a relationship with a narcissist is really difficult. The end of that relationship sometimes feels even more difficult. So how are you supposed to get through those initial days and even the days that follow where you're asking yourself, how am I going to survive this? Am I ever going to get through this? It's not just your standard broken heart when you're talking about a narcissist either. It's so much bigger than that. And yeah, it's really hard to deal with. But you know what? Getting through this part is really essential for you, for your life and everything that it involves as you move forward. Yeah, a broken heart is going to take time to mend. Even more so if you're in the middle of changing literally everything about your life, which very often you are when you're going through ending a relationship with a narcissist, whether it's your spouse or your friend or your parent, there's always some brokenness that comes along with it. It's an emotional pain that is so bottomless that it literally can feel like a physical blow to yourself. It is physically painful. It is emotionally painful. And when you're in this place, all you really feel like you want is just for this deep, horrible pain to just go away. As much as I'd like to tell you that there's some magical cure for it, there really isn't. There's no band-aid that can just literally be ripped off for a broken heart. And it does sound a little cliche, but time always does help heal all wounds. However, there are things you can do along the way to speed it up a little bit if you want. If you end a relationship with a narcissist, be careful. If they want to be your friend, this is why. Because they want to keep you around as backup supply not worth it, don't do it. Over time, if you did nothing, the pain would eventually stop. But between now and then, the tips I'm going to offer you today will help you to make the pain a little less painful. It might make a little difference in how you're feeling and help you to stop feeling so much pain and start feeling a little bit more peace. First, I'm going to share with you my initial answer, the, the answer I gave during my live so that you can see what I said kind of off the top of my head and without rehearsing and thinking about it too hard. So take a look. David Srini is here. Hello, David says hi, Angie How did you find the strength to carry on knowing how hard the road ahead would be? That's a great question. I didn't have a choice. In my case, I had a child and I'm gonna tell you something you guys, I was, I'm the one who left (laughs) and yet I was completely devastated by the end of my relationship with my ex-husband. I found the strength to carry on because, partially because of my child, But I was devastated, I was, I couldn't eat for three weeks and that's really unlike me, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I felt like a failure, I felt like a loser, I felt like you know, I'd wasted my life with this person and etc, etc and I had always had this idea in my head that I never wanted to get divorced and I just had to unless I wanted to be miserable for the rest of my life. So it was difficult for me, but what I did was I just sort of faked it till I made it. I felt like I didn't want to ruin my kids life, I felt like I didn't want to ruin everybody else's life, so I, I cried for three weeks, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't talk, I couldn't eat and then I was like okay, this is it, I gotta get over it, I gotta move on, I have to live now and you know, three weeks may or may not have been enough time, I could barely do anything else. So, I carried on because I had to carry on. I carried I, I carried on because it was what I needed to do and I'm not saying that, you know, if you don't have a child, you don't have a reason to carry on, but for me that was the thing that poked me <laughs> to make me get over it quick, quicker and I wasn't over it and I still felt a lot of pain and sadness about it, but I had to go about the business of life. I had to, I had no choice and neither do any of us. We have to go about the business of life and so if, if we choose to, you know, stew in it forever and, and stop existing and, and just kind of or stop living and start existing only, then we need to put an end date on that and that's something that I I did without even knowing what I was doing, but it's something I've worked with several of my clients on and it really does work. If you give yourself a certain amount of time to go through the morning and to be sad and scream and throw and break things and be angry and all those things. When you get to the place where it's time, okay, well now it's Monday tomorrow, so now uh, tomorrow I'm not gonna be in mourning anymore, I'm not gonna be grieving anymore, I have to start living tomorrow, you do. Even if you have to fake it a little bit at first, you find the strength by digging deep and just knowing, okay, I have two choices, I can just crumble and stay down or you know, I get knocked down, I get back up again. You know, and that's what you do. <laughs> Find yourself a power playlist. Make yourself a power playlist. I did that too. Uh, music is huge. Uh, you know, some music that empowers you, that makes you feel strong and 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 worthy and sexy and amazing, all those things, you know, find those things. Uh, For me, sometimes I'm not gonna lie to you, it involves dirty rap. Uh, (laughs) Now that you've heard that, I'm gonna share with you 4 tips to help you take your pain and handle it in a way that is the most effective way you can. If you take the time to listen to this video and really try some of these tips and really allow yourself the opportunity to breathe and move forward, I really think you're gonna find yourself feeling happier and more peaceful more quickly. Number 1, cry. You might feel awful for the first few weeks depending on how emotional of a person you are and you might feel like crying for days and that's okay. Go ahead and do it. A significant change really has occurred in your life and it's very painful. There's no way to expect that you will just feel a little sadness and be able to shut it off with a switch. It just isn't that simple. So allow yourself to grieve for your loss, but not for too long. Don't cry because it won't help. Have you heard that one before? Actually, I have and as you so eloquently stated in your video, That's wrong. Research tells us that not only does crying help you with soothing yourself, helping you feel better emotionally, but it actually has some other benefits. When you do cry those emotional tears, you actually release oxytocin and endorphins, which are feel-good chemicals your body naturally produces. Those chemicals not only help you feel better emotionally in short time, but they also actually help to help you feel physically better. They take away physical pain very much like taking a Tylenol takes away physical pain. As a matter of fact, they say that when you take a Tylenol, you can also relieve emotional pain and hey, by the way, cry if you need to cry, it's okay. Staying in the past for too long can only hurt you. Number two, talk to someone close or someone who's been there at least, use the shoulder of someone who cares about you or who really understands like a coach, therapist or a support group member like in the spanily, ticket out your feelings. This is a way to purify your soul by letting someone share your pain. Let them listen, let them comfort you and offer advice. You don't necessarily have to take that advice, but sharing this comfort can make you feel better. You know how you kind of mourn when the narcissist leaves? I want you to think about something. It's it's not because you're missing the love that you had with that person believe it or not maybe you're mourning the fact that you couldn't save them or that they refused to change maybe you're mourning the fact that no matter how hard you tried your love just wasn't enough nothing you did could turn them into a decent person but my guess is that you're probably mourning what you thought was your future and you're mourning the person that you thought you were signing up for in the first place. Make sure you only allow yourself to grieve and lean on someone for a little while because you do need time to move forward. Number three, distract yourself. Bring friends you care about back into your life. Maybe having that relationship was keeping you from spending time with your parents or your siblings. Maybe you hadn't talked to your best friend in weeks. Surround yourself with the support network. Getting things that need to be done around the house is also a great way to get lost in a project. Go to the gym, organize your closet, get out and take a walk. Distracting yourself is a great stepping stone to moving on with your life. Number four, look toward the future. Forget the past. Once you've allowed yourself the indulgence of grieving for a part of your life that is now in the past, hey, look forward. There is a definite need to be able to start a new chapter in the book of your life. Now that you've come past the sadness and the anger, it's time for hope and renewal that will help you to move on. So take time out for yourself. Get to know yourself as a single individual instead of as part of a couple. Replenish your soul by becoming you again. Just for the record, if you have left a narcissist or you have reacted to a narcissist's behavior and now you're questioning yourself and doubting yourself, you're not wrong. You didn't overreact. You weren't being crazy. You didn't misunderstand anything. You saw what you saw. You heard what you heard. You knew what you knew. Trust yourself. Stop feeling guilty. Stop doubting yourself. You gave them more chances than they deserved. Even though it doesn't feel like it right now, one day you're going to look back at this moment and this time in your life and you're going to realize it's a blessing. It's a good thing. Consider this your sign that if you haven't yet, it's time to move on. And if you already have, well, One more quick tip for you something that I do with my clients as I mentioned in that clip earlier very often We do this thing where we kind of set an end date on our morning It's not to say that you actually stop feeling all the pain at that moment But it's more about giving yourself a certain amount of time to go through the hardest parts of the grieving To go through the parts of the grieving where you feel just devastated and miserable like you can't get anywhere And if you take that time I I recommend anywhere from a weekend to three weeks, four weeks at the most. Four weeks would be for someone who has been in a relationship for 25, 35 years. A weekend might be for someone who's been in a relationship for a few months. Anywhere in between. Whatever works best for you and with your schedule and your life because you really can't stop living forever. Take some time, pick a day, end the pain, end the active mourning on that date. This doesn't mean that you can't feel sad about it in a year when something strikes your memory and triggers you back into sadness. But it does mean that this is going to be the time that you're going to actively mourn this person and this relationship and the person that you thought you were getting into or getting with. all of this started and and also the person that you used to be because now you're not going to be that person anymore no matter how hard you try but you can become a new better version of yourself and that my friend can be a very beautiful thing. Check out my videos in the description below about becoming who you want to be and don't forget to check out the videos in the cards above as well because they're going to help you move forward as well. If you take the time to follow these steps as difficult and painful as they can be. You will begin to find yourself again. Your heart will begin to heal. Not only can you become whole again a whole person Individually by yourself, but you can also Become exactly the person you want to be the person you've always wanted to be the person you deserve to be you can be happy It doesn't last forever. I promise you stay strong Stay focused choose yourself over pain choose yourself your happiness over the happiness of the narcissist. Don't forget you can join SPAN for free at queenbeing.com span. It is an amazingly supportive group. This is your chance to start fresh. Once the pain starts to ease off a little bit and relieve a little bit, you're gonna see that. And you're going to realize this turns out to be an amazing opportunity for you to become the person you've always wanted to be. The beautiful thing. This brings me to the question of the day and the question of the day is what do you think about all this? Do you understand where I'm coming from here? Do you agree with me that you can heal and change? Have you personally healed? And if you have, what did you do to heal? Share your thoughts, your experiences and your feelings below let me know what you've done if you have healed because I believe that you'll help another survivor who maybe is on the same path as you. If you haven't healed, let me know what you're struggling with and I'll make more videos to help you get through those moments. As always, thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.